why the heart is necessary, why the heart is the epicenter of a meaningful life. If there is something great in you, it will not appear on your first call. It will not appear and come to you easily without any work or effort. Emerson said that. So humans are a conundrum because nature designed us to seek the path of least resistance because in the wild that conserved calories and calories were survival. You didn't know where your next meal was coming from. So you had to be very specific about how you spent your time. Now, funny how that relates to the mind is the mind consumes a lot of calories, something like one third or one fourth of all of our energy comes from our mind. So is it any wonder that people don't really want to think for themselves because they don't want to expend calories? They are designed to seek the path of least resistance. Now, in the modern environment, humans can access technology where a push of a button, you can have your food, I mean, your every need, even at this point, you can get your pharmaceuticals and your drugs and all these different things delivered to your doorstep at the push of a button. In some cases, when it comes to food, you can order on your phone from your couch. You can then wait for that, gets delivered to your front door. You walk from your couch to your front door. You grab the food, you eat it out of the container, probably with disposable silverware to boot, and then you throw everything away afterwards. Your total energy and time invested in that, 10 minutes to eat, maybe less, two minutes to order, maybe one minute go to the door, receive, one minute go to the trash, that's it. It's quite literally insane and it is a perfect example of the mismatch of our species because our ancestors used to have to hunt animals and then carry them back to camp and cook them and process them and eat them and like, this was a big ordeal. And hunger pains and sexual desire and these other things kept our species procreating, raising offspring, hunting, gathering food, and surviving in a harsh wild. And as a result, we became the top dog predator. We were, I mean, we still are, right? But modern humans are definitely evolving, but we were killing machines. We were the apex predator and we have now dominated earth and basically every other species there is. Now you hear comfort is killer for a reason, because quite literally, if you succumb to comfort, you remove your humanity, your nature. And what this does is it makes you sick. Just like those tigers and lions, you see the zoo that are basically miserable. They lay around all day. They have no purpose. They don't have to hunt. They don't have to prowl. They just literally stay in a cage and their food is delivered. Now, humans do this in a way without even realizing it. We stay in our homes with our air conditioning and our heating, and we have food delivered to us, and we have all the modern conveniences of technology and entertainment. And we can literally sit on the couch our entire lives and do nothing physically. And that starves us of so many things from health to meaning, to getting outside, to camaraderie as we're out with other people and spending time with other people. We have become isolated zoo animals that cage ourselves. And we've become modern day Wally world, basically. Now I could go on and on with examples of how mismatched humans are to the modern environment. It's obviously a major problem, but how does this relate to hard being necessary? Well, If you think about in an environment that has lots of calories and calories on demand, just energy, for example, and you can get it anytime you want, you can eat as much of it as you want. In that environment, you should actually move as much as you can. In the wild, we had scarce access to calories that would obviously oscillate with the seasons. And sometimes we'd be successful hunting, sometimes we wouldn't. So we had to pay attention to how we were conserving calories, how much energy we were expending at different times, at different times in different places. In the physical example, Doing hard things, taking the path of more resistance, parking at the end of the parking lot, taking the stairs while everyone's taking the escalator, things like that is going to help you expend more energy living in an energy-rich environment. So that's just the health perspective. There's also a psychological need for hard things, and that gets into the duality of the universe. Now, you appreciate something because it was hard to acquire. Either you worked a lot for the money and then use that money, you bought the thing, and now you value that thing. You don't value water when you live in a house that has unlimited water, you start, you start valuing water when it's scarce. And then you'll eventually pay anything for it if it means life or death. So, so much of the value, the subjective value in human experience is about 
access to something? How hard is it to get? Is there scarcity there? And was energy invested in acquiring that? Or is a lot of energy needed to acquire it because it's scarce? So if you've never experienced losing a loved one, if you've never seen death really up close, it's gonna be hard for you to truly appreciate how fickle life is and to truly appreciate the time you have with your loved ones that are eventually going to die. As Steve Jobs said, death is nature's greatest creation because it gives meaning to life. Because if we could all live forever, we we would have no reason to do anything. We could just literally sit on the couch all day, watch mindless corporate propaganda programming basically, and do that forever. But because we have limited time, because time and opportunity and how we feel and we age and it gets harder as we get older, et cetera, because these constraints are placed upon our species, there's meaning. There's meaning in doing hard things, overcoming obstacles. And then even more specifically, every single time you overcome an obstacle and you have a resulting gratitude and growth that comes from that, you must realize that that obstacle was potentially the best thing to have ever happened to you. And every obstacle at this point in your life has made you who you are. And if you've had a very easy life with no obstacles and you grew up being basically a spoiled brat, not even necessarily because you meant to be or you just that just happened because you did not have to struggle, then I would feel very bad for you. Actually, that would be very unfortunate because you have not been challenged. You have no idea of what you could become. You are not becoming your truest, highest self. And also, even aside from the personal development stuff, you can't have a deep appreciation, the massive abundance around us. Everything from the sun being out there shining and I can go sit in the sun and enjoy the rays to running water, to toilets, to hot showers, or to just the fact that your friends and family are hanging out with you and you get to spend time with them and that's amazing. And some people have nobody and having people is always better than not having people. And just all of the massive abundance around you that we all should be grateful for if we don't have struggle, if we don't understand what it's like to not have that or to have lost that, it's hard to fully appreciate. Duality is like a scale. If you go really, really far on this side, well, then you can go really, really far on that side. I've noticed that people that have lost parents that have struggled with major loss in their lives, not always the case because sometimes this can consume you and this can be very hard. But if you overcome that, you actually find more joy and purpose in just everyday living. And this is how it's been the case for me. Losing my father early on, my grandparents, seeing a lot of struggle and a lot of obstacles I've had to overcome at this point in my life through entrepreneurship, through just life, through relationships. It's made me the person I am today and I'm happy with who I am today. And I believe I have a relatively positive outlook and I don't wanna say I'm happy all the time or anything, but I think I'm generally more at peace and more towards the happy end of the spectrum than a lot of people I see that are just sleepwalking through life trying to pursue the next dopamine hit. (laughs) And I look at these people and I feel sad because... I think they're just missing out on so much. Of course, they don't have this all figured out. Still going through this, still evolving, still growing, still trying to be as self-aware as possible. But I recognize that suffering, the obstacle, that hard things are necessary. And if my life ever becomes too comfortable, I know that it'll be a death sentence. That's going to be it for today's show. Get the Better Human newsletter over at thebetterhuman.co. 